The joy of the sun. The joy of the sun of righteousness. <laughs> Lamangelo and Orangelo. The names of the sun. Jello was about the greatest thing when I was a kid growing up. The most decadent, luxurious, even better than Kool Aid, Jello. I like the citrus Jello. was on today.com this is a long time ago but I still remember it to this day a woman was famous for having what society called the worst names for her children names which I love <laughs> she named her two sons after her favorite flavors of jello and she named them Lamangelo and Orangelo. Uh -huh. You see, you understand sunrise to sunset. And for those of you who need it, and oh, we need it, you need a jello shot of grace, a jello shot of purity. The deliciousness. <laughs> the joy of righteousness. In the freedom of God. We got about five hours of material here. We'll try and get through it tonight. And for this one as well. You might want to take notes, you might want to just listen along for any of our partners, our regular monthly partners. Uh, same thing again this time for this one. I have the notes written out. You can message me on Facebook. Uh, you can message me on Facebook after this or send me an email and I'll be happy to send the PDF to you of the notes for this. Again, that's for our monthly partners. Happy to do that for you. Thank you for partnering with us. We appreciate you. Which, by the way, if you want to become a monthly partner, we have the links in the description below. So you can sign up, click on those links, like, subscribe to the channel. We have all kinds of new things, podcasts, the unveiling, revelation, in the passion translation, all kinds of fun stuff. So let's go ahead and dive in. God will judge. Oh, God will judge. By means of the creation written in the book of Enoch. And now know that from the angels 
inquiry into your deeds will be made in heaven. And from the sun, and from the moon, and from the stars, concerning your sins, because you execute judgment on the righteous. It is written in the book of Enoch. So when the angels make the inquiry into your deeds in heaven, and from the moon, the sun, and the moon, and the stars, concerning your sin, the record and the luminaries concerning your sin, I pray for the believers, for our people, the sheep of his pasture, the righteous, those who will become righteous, the holy and the elect. When the angels go to find the records in the sun, the moon and the stars concerning your sins and my sins, May all they find is lemon jello and orange jello. <laughs> grace. Undeserved grace given to you as you have brought the fruits meet unto repentance at the preaching of the word of God. Amen. The great luminary. <laughs> The great luminary whose name is the sun. Hey, we're looking at the two names of the sun. Might get into the other luminaries. Hebrew. Shemesh. The great luminary, before it goes into Oriaris and Tomas. The first mention of the name of the sun in the book of Enoch, it says the great luminary whose name is the sun. Now, if you're looking at the interlinear version of the book of Enoch, where it has the original languages written out over the English, I went in and looked, and this word, Sahaya, Sahaya, from the Ethiopic Book of Enoch, from the original in that copy, it translates into the Hebrew word Shemesh, which is from an unused root meaning to be brilliant. The great luminary whose name is the sun, to be brilliant sun, sunrise, sun rising east, sun setting west of direction, rising in the east, lemon jello, setting in the west, orange jello, color the sky, sun as an object of illicit worship openly, publicly, or in other Phrases, pinnacles, battlements, shields. Shields, get this, shields as glittering or shining. And as I'm speaking these words here today, let it be activated in the believer's spirit. Let it be written on your spirit. And let the double-edged sword of any of the meanings pertaining to the black sun just 
in the same way, in the same manner as when we studied Melchizedek in that root word etymology, we found that some of the meanings had the double-edged sword and what it did was it exposed through the word of God going into the Hebrew, it, what it did was it exposed Molech, Malcolm, Molech, the false order of the priesthood of Melchizedek. At the same time, that same study, on the other side of that double-edged sword, revealed that Jesus Christ is Melchizedek, and it's his order, his is the true. So as we go through these, when you see anything that's about sun worship or anything of the kingdom of darkness, that's pertaining to and exposing the black sun. So let that sword pierce, we're going to let it pierce through our spirit and our heart and our mind, get all of the black sun. Black moon and the dark stars out of our system because when it's judged in here it changes out there and it brings judgment that's why it starts with the house of God or the temple of the son of righteousness house of the sun Shemesh. Okay. Pinnacles, battlements, shield is glittering or shining. Shemesh, from an unused root word meaning to be brilliant, the sun, implication, the east, figuratively, array, architecturally, a notched battlement. East side, eastward, sun rising, or westward, and also a window. The sun is a window. Windows, as we know, are portals. Lexicon Strong's H1053, but Shemesh. Okay. See, oh yeah, it says C also H1053. So we looked that up, and that is Strong's H1053, uh, Beth Shemesh. Which means House of the Sun or Sun Temple, a town in southwest Judah. A town in Naphtali, a town in Issachar, a town in Egypt. You understand? A town in southwest Judah, a town in Naphtali, a town in Issachar, and a town in Egypt. The KJV translates Strong's H1053 in the following manner Beth Shemesh. House of the Sun, a town of the Levites on the borders of the tribes of Judah and Dan. In the land of the Philistines, Joshua 15.10, 1 Samuel 6.12, 2 Chronicles 28.18, large and populous, where the inhabitants, get this, where inhabitants are intended. It's intended to be large and populous, but there's so few right now. There's so few. The tribe of Natali, tribe of Issachar, Heliopolis of Egypt, which if you look up Helios, that has to do with, you can look that up on your own time, Helios, oh, oh, okay, 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 calm down, 
First Samuel references and the kind took the straight way to the way of Beth Shemesh. Right, so this is one of those names. We're going to the Hebrew and the Strong's root word. Etymology, Temple of the Sun, House of the Sun. Those references and those sides of the double-edged sword. References in the Bible to H1053. And the kind took the straight way to the way of Beth Shemesh and went along to the highway, lowing as they went and turned not aside to the right hand or to the left. Narrow pathway. And the lords of the Philistines went after them under the border of Beth Shemesh. And the men of Beth Shemesh said, Who is able to stand before this holy Lord God, holy? And to whom shall he go up from us? He shall break also the images of Beth Shemesh, that is in the land of Egypt. He shall break the images of the house of the sun temple in the land of Egypt. He shall also break the images of the sun temple, the house of the sun, that is in the land of Egypt, the black sun. He will break the images, the idols, of the black sun that is in the land of Egypt and the houses of the gods of the Egyptians he shall burn with fire Joshua 21 16 and with Ain and her suburbs and Judah with her suburbs and Beth Shemesh the house of the sun with her suburbs nine cities out of those two tribes also territory of Issachar House of the Rising Sun, House of the Setting Sun. Territory. Understand this. We, we know now, we understand. Celestial and terrestrial sphere. You're familiar with the term now. The terrestrial sphere. What do we understand? Remember, whatever happens in the celestial sphere in the second heavens, that's how it'll be on the earth physically. Whoever rules and reigns, in the second heavens, that's what's going on in the government of the earth. It's the star government of the second heavens of the celestial angelic sphere that is currently occupied by the fallen angels and the demon gods who then rule over their principalities. They manipulate the elements through planetary powers and celestial powers, star powers, and they cause storms. I've seen it in the vision. The Holy Spirit took me and showed me how they cause through the planetary powers, which are currently covered in dust, right? This is what I explained the other day. You remember, stars and the sun are fiery flames. They burn. They reflect the glory. The planetary powers of the planets are currently covered in dust. Now what happens when they are uncovered from the dust? They change in their countenance, in their power, and their substance. And it changes everything, but currently, the fallen angels, the demon gods, and all their stolen authority from the believers, through bewitchment, through free masonry, temples, on earth called churches 
churches, some knowingly, some unknowingly. Built like pyramids with their steeples to harness power and steal the worship and the energy of the believers so that you end up cursed and sick, trying to serve God and wondering why nothing ever works out right. They use those planetary powers to change and manipulate the weather patterns, storm systems, and all kinds of things on the Earth. And they focus their attention and their pressure the most upon who they think would rise in their generation to keep them down, not even just down on the ground, but underground, as in inside of their earthen vessels as a spirit hiding in a cave, to never come out. And the principality in large in charge of that on the earth is Jezebel. But not for long. How many of you know her time is running short? Their time is running short. The unveiling, that's why the unveiling is so important this season. The revelation of the seven thunders and the unveiling of Christ within your spirit is what enacts the eternal I'm going to call it the eternal clock. There's a better word for it, but the eternal clock of destiny. Space and time is like a veil that can be pulled back like a curtain. That's the whole purpose of all this studying is to reach in and open. The curtain's already torn. Jesus already paid. this time who will be and who are teaching and training and getting ready to walk in these things right now is a time of purification and sanctification which is why we need the names of the Sun the moon and the stars written in our spirit amen 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 So if you have not seen the unveiling yet, be sure to check it out. There should be the links in the description. You can watch that later. He shall break the images of the house of the sun, the black sun, in the land of Egypt, within us and without, be set free from Egyptian idolatry. Thank you. Territory of Issachar. Going into Joshua here. Joshua from Joshua chapter 19. And the lot and the fourth lot came out to Issachar. Oh yeah, terrestrial sphere, celestial sphere. The twelve tribes had an inheritance of land, physical land on the physical earth. We understand the twelve constellations represent the twelve tribes. They have a celestial inheritance. We're being made perfect together with them. Your inheritance in the terrestrial sphere and in the celestial sphere. So as it's written in the earth, right, whatever is bound and loosed in the earth is because it shall have been 
bound or loosed in the heavens. But they didn't come into the fullness of the inheritance. During their life on earth, they lived as strangers on the earth. Now waiting to be made perfect together with us. Cloud of Witnesses. Alright, Joshua 19. And their border was toward Jezreel, inheritance of Issachar, and Chesaloth and Shunem, and Hapharim and Shion, and Anaharath, and Rabith, Kishion, and Abiz, and Ramath, Enganim, Enhadah, Beth Pezzes. There's a lot more revelation. If you want to take the individual names of all of these points and places in their inheritance to map it out for the 12 constellations. I know uh, some of you are really deep in the prophetic and you would really enjoy that. Uh, I think there's someone who's going to hear this. That's that's a word for you. If that just sounds like pure joy and delight for you, go for it. Joshua 19. And then when you do, be sure to post it in the Red Letter Ministries Facebook group and tag me. <laughs> That'll be fun. Hafarim, Shion, Anarath, Rabith, Rabith, Kishion, and Abiz, and Remeth, and Enganim, Enhada, Beth Pazez, and the coast reacheth to Tabor, Mountain of Transfiguration, Jahazima, and Beth Shemesh, the House of the Sun. And the outgoings to their, of their border were at Jordan, 16 cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the tribe, the children of Issachar. The seer tribe of Issachar, according to their families, the cities, and their villages. The sun, for times and seasons. The tribe of Issachar, celestial territory of knowing the times and seasons. Also, the territory of Naphtali. The sixth lot came out to the children of Naphtali, even for the children of Naphtali, according to their families. And their coast was from Halef, from Alon to Zanaim and Adamai, Nekeb and Jabneel and to Lakem, and the outgoings thereof were at Jordan. And then the coast turneth westward to Asnoth Tabor, and goeth out from thence to Hukak, and reacheth to Zebulun on the south side, and reacheth to Asher on the west side, and to Judah upon Jordan toward the sun rising. Naphtali. And the fenced cities are Zedim, Zer, and Hamath, Raka, and Chinnereth, Adama, and Ramah, Hazor, Kadesh, Edre, and Hazor. And Iron Mig Migdalel, Horam, Bethanath, and Beth Shemesh. Temple of the Sun. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Naphtali, according to their families, their cities, and their villages. Nineteen cities with their villages. And then we have the territory of Zebulun. And the third lot came up for the children of Zebulun according to their families, and the borders of their inheritance was unto Sarid. And we'll skip down here to 1912. Eastward toward the sun rising unto the border of Chisloth-Tabor. 
Zebulun, Beth Shemesh, House of the Sun, or the Sun Temple. The root word etymology from that comes from H1004 and H8121. H1004, Beth, Bait, Bait. The KJV translates Strong's H1004 in the following manner. House, household, home, within, temple, prison, place, family, family's dungeon, miscellaneous. House, dwelling, habitation, a habitation, shelter, or abode of animals, human bodies, figuratively, of Sheol, abode of light and darkness. Light to the righteous, darkness to the wicked. Of land of Ephraim, hill country. A place, a receptacle. Root word etymology of Beth Shemesh, the house of the sun or the sun temple. Habitation, shelter, abode of animals or human bodies, figuratively, of Sheol, abode of light and darkness, of land of Ephraim, place, receptacle, home, house, containing a family, a household, of those belonging to the same household of family descendants, descendants as organized, as an organized body, household affairs, inwards, metaphorically, or temple outwardly used in Genesis this word is used in Genesis 7 1 H1004 and the Lord said unto Noah come thou and all thy house into the ark for thee I have seen righteous before me this generation and in Genesis 6 14 make thee an ark of gopher wood rooms shalt thou make in the ark and thou shalt pitch within and without pitch and then righteous sarah in genesis 12:15 the princes also of pharaoh saw her and commended her before pharaoh and the woman was taken into pharaoh's house pharaoh's house of the temple of the black sun the house of egypt and the house of Sodom. The house of Egypt and the house of Sodom, where our Lord was crucified. Egypt and Sodom, where our Lord was crucified. Before the foundations of the earth. Genesis 19:10. But the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house. Same root word there, used for the ark, Used for Pharaoh's house and used for the house in Sodom where the angels were trying to get with Lot and his family. But the angels shut the door. Sodom and Egypt where our Lord was crucified. Genesis 24-7 Again, H1004 
from one of those two root word etymologies making up that name, house of the sun, the Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, his, my father's house. Not the house of Sodom, not the house of Egypt, my father's house, the ark. And from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, and that swear unto me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land, and he shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. Glorified Mother's House, the full moon, Rachel. And the damsel ran and told them of her Mother's House, these things. Instead of darkness in the phases of the moon, when night rules over the earth, and the four names of four different women with Jacob, Rachel, Leah, Bilhah, and Zilpah. The names of those four when darkness rules the night. From the black moon to the white moon, the glorified mother's house, Rachel, the full moon. The lamb is the lamp in the future. Book of Enoch, the moon seven times brighter. And in Revelation, it is written, no, there is no more need of the sun and the moon. There is no, long, no longer night because the lamb is the lamp. He rises within the bride. He rises within the true bride. Leah, na the name meaning wild cow with dim eyes. A wild cow with dim eyes, Leah. Bilhah, the name meaning bashful. Zilpah is a name meaning uncertain. To the darkness of the moon. Wild cow with dim eyes, that means there's no, lim no luminaries in the eyes. Like Moses, who was a man with the sun and the moon coming through his eyes. Noah, of his father's house, the ark. The sun and the moon coming through the eyes, lighting up internal light or a time in their life when the brightness becomes so strong even like Noah or Moses that had it at birth lighting up the room prophetic picture he said one like me will come in the future Moses said speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ who would light up the interior with the light of the luminaries and the moon needs the salvation seven times brighter Without the wild cow with the dim eyes, without Bilha meaning bashful, without Zilpah meaning uncertain, but Rachel, the only one he loved, was named Little Lamb, a female lamb, which means Rachel meaning one with purity. Not the wild cow, not the bashful, not the uncertain, but the one 
with purity, the one he loved, his only dove marriage being created as a representation of Christ and his bride. Original design, Adam and Eve, one man and one woman. Rachel symbolizes the end of darkness of night and the dark phases of the moon. The glorification of her story symbolizes the sevenfold brightness of the white moon, the mind fully reflecting the sun of righteousness by the one with purity, the bride of Christ, rise up bride of Christ in purity of mind. We overcome the black moon. By the word of the testimony of Jesus Christ, which is the spirit of prophecy. And the blood. The transfigured blood of the Lamb. We overcome. We must overcome the black sun. The black sun with its arrows shot at noonday. By the sun, which is also a shield. Let the white sun be the holiness for an impenetrable shield for the body of Christ today. We command in Jesus' name to protect your grace, your throat, your neck, all the places where people tend to get sick around this time of year. Your ivory tower, neck, shields, ooh, a neck of shields and bucklers. Okay, I'll f let me get this verse for you. We need it. We need it. Thank you, Lord. Mm. We're going to speak this verse over you today. Song of Songs, 4 verse 4 in the Amplified Classic. Your neck is like the Tower of David, built for an arsenal, whereon hang a thousand bucklers, all of them shields of warriors. That's the thousand suns. A sun is a shield, a sword and a shield. The grace of, the, of a thousand suns, a thousand stars. Sons of God, sons, S-U-Ns, of righteousness. Who have Christ within their spirit rising. It's the thousandfold return of the seed. Would you die to self and you're sown? In the sun, there is a thousandfold return. The twelve, the twelve thousand, and the hundred forty-four thousand. Amen. Your neck is like a tower of David going up to the celestial sphere built for an arsenal whereon hang a thousand bucklers of pure 
white sunlight. The Lord is a sun and a shield. Rachel, the white moon, the only one he loved was named Little Lamb, the one with purity. Rachel symbolizing the end of the darkness of night and the dark phases of the moon. The glorification of her story symbolizes the sevenfold brightness of the white moon, the mind fully reflecting the sun of righteousness by the one with purity. The mind of the soul fully restored sevenfold light and only the full moon never again the other phases of the moon lacking light the inheritance and glorification of the line of righteous women And Rebecca took goodly raiment of her eldest son Esau, which were with her in the house. That's H1004 again. That root word, house of the sun. They were with her in the house. And she put them upon Jacob, her younger son. She put the goodly raiment, the good clothing, the the best garments, the garments of inheritance, were placed upon Jacob by a righteous woman, Rebekah, in the house of the sun. Genesis 28, her son Jacob encounters the gate of the house of the sun. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid, and he said, How dreadful is this place! This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows, and set it up for a pillar, and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel, but the name of that city was Luz at the first. At first it was called Light. And he named it Bethel. It was Light, Bethel, a house of God. This is the gate, this is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me, and will keep me in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat, and put raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house. There's that word again. In peace. My father's house. The house of the sun. The son of righteousness. Then shall the Lord be my God. So that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. How dreadful is this place. This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. 
And this stone for which I have set a pillar shall be God's house. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. Oil on your mind, not just to keep the sheep free from the flies, from the lies, but so that you can rise into the sun. Oil for light. Without the anointing, the seven spirits of God, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Son could not have light. He is the anointing for light, the lamp of the sun, the lamp of the moon. House of the sun. Referencing Lexicon Strong's H1129 Bana. The KJV translates Strong's H1129 in the following manner build, build up. Builder made, built again, repaired, is set up to have children, to obtain children. Or surely, for em emphasis. Building, the house of the sun, the house of God. To build, rebuild, establish, cause to continue. To build, rebuild, to build a house, to establish a family. Nifal. To be built, to be rebuilt, established, of restored exiles, established, made permanent, to be built up, of a childless wife, becoming the mother of a family. Building. Mm. Building, restoring the ancient path. From the Berean Standard Bible, you people, your people will rebuild the ancient ruins. You will restore the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of the breach, restorer of the streets of dwelling. And your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall raise up the foundations of buildings that have laid waste for many generations. And you shall be called repairer of the breach, restorer of the streets to dwell in, the narrow way. Jeremiah 6.16 This is what the Lord says, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is. And walk in it. And you will find rest for your souls. But you said we will not walk in it. Aramaic Bible in plain English says, Thus says Lord Jehovah, Stand on the roads and see, and ask for the paths of eternity, and see which way is beautiful. Go in it and find rest for your souls. And they said, We are not going. Jeremiah 6.16 Brenton Septuagint Translation Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths of the Lord, and see what is the, the good way, and walk in it, and you shall find purification for your souls. 
It's the purification of the soul, the lightning path of Enoch, the lightning path of Jesus Christ, the ascension, the ascension path of Jesus Christ through the sun, the moon, and the stars, through the second heaven to the third heaven, through the sun, the ark, purification for your souls. International Standard Version, this is what the Lord says, stand beside the roads and watch. Ask for the ancient paths where the good way is. This is what the Lord says, stand beside the roads and watch. Ask for the ancient paths where the good way is. Walk in it and find rest for yourselves. But they said, we won't walk in it. Isaiah 35, 8, New International Version. And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. It will be for those who walk on that way. The unclean will not journey on it. Wicked fools will not go about on it. Matthew 7:13. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction and many enter through it. NASB of 1977. And a highway will be there, a roadway, and it will be called the Highway of Holiness. The unclean will not travel on it, but it will be for him who walks in that way and fools will not wander on it. Douay Rheims Bible And a path and a way shall be there and it shall be called the Holy Way. It shall be called the Holy Way. The unclean shall not pass over it, and this shall be unto you a straight way, so that fools shall not err therein. In the JPS Tanakh 1917 version, my favorite. <laughs> I know, I know, you already have that one memorized. Hey. What's your favorite version? NASB? KJV? The Passion Translation? Amplified Classic? ESV? Don't tell me the Mormon Bible. <laughs> My favorite is the JPS Tanakh 1917 version. JPS Tanakh 1917 only. Just kidding. And a highway shall be there. And a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those. The wayfaring men, yea, fools, shall not err therein. The way of holiness, the ancient path to the gate of the house of the sun. Matthew 1.23 Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel which being interpreted is God with us. NASB 1995 But for you 
who fear my name. Who fear my name. The sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its wings, and you will go forth and skip about like calves from the stall. <laughs> Holy Spirit, worship you, Holy Spirit. Hey, good news translation. But for you who obey me, my saving power will rise on you like the sun and bring healing like the sun's rays. You will be as free and happy as calves let out of a stall. N.E.T. Bible. But for you who respect my name, the son of vindication, hey, the son of vindication, will rise with healing wings and you will skip about like calves released from the stall. Woo! Ten years are up, let's go. Come on, Moses. But unto you that fear my name, the son of justice, the son of justice, the son of love and justice, for love and for justice. Hey, white moon and the white sun drooling a little bit. Praise God. And health is in his wings it shall go forth. Psalm 84.11 For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. Grace. Grace. Oh, grace to you and peace. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. Woo! No good thing will he uphold from them that walk uprightly. Even that new car. Hey. Even that business. Oh, even that spouse, oh, come on. Even that glorious inheritance in the heavenly realm and in the earthly realm, in this life and in the next, you're promised so much more. Let's go for the promises because in him, in his name, for those who fear his name, it is yes and amen. Amen. Because you've desired God as your great reward. <laughs> oh. 
because you've desired God as your great reward. feel that grace rising and shooting up into your mind healing your brain healing your DNA our mind is getting renewed to the Word of God in the presence of the Father Son and the Holy Spirit and mostly the presence of the Holy Spirit but we're coming closer and closer to the presence of the Father as we progress in this path, this is how to return to the Father. There and back again. A hobbit's tale. Humble people. Not the little people like the idiots and the midgets of Egyptian sorcery of uh, Pharaoh's son, Adakim. Not that kind. Not an angry, vicious dwarf with a nappy beard. That is not your calling in life. Amen? Praise God. And even if you are born a dwarf or a midget, or small people, small persons, there is grace for you for transfiguration. The new covenant far surpasses the old covenant on laws concerning dwarves. So there is hope for you yet. Amen. <laughs> the Lord God is a sun and a shield. Bana. Oh yes, back to our primitive root study. Bana. To build, literally and figuratively, to begin, build or obtain, children, make, repair, set up, Putting it together to make sons of God. Sons. S-O-N-S and sons. S-U-N-S. To make sons of God. Sons. To restore the children to the Father. Beit Shemesh. Just a reminder that it is from the two root word etymologies. We studied the H1004. And now the next one. And it in its roots, and then H eight one two one in its roots, which is Shemesh. Eight one two one Shemesh from an unused root meaning to be brilliant sun, sun sunrise sunrise east sun setting west sun, openly publicly, pinnacles battlements shields glittering shining, or a winged sun disk. Like that picture going on on Facebook of a winged sun disk. Pinnacles? What are pinnacles? Thank you, Google. It's a noun, meaning a lofty peak, the highest or culminating point, as of success, power, fame, etc. The pinnacle of one's career. Any pointed, towering part or for formation as of rock. 8121 in the Bible. Let's look at it in the Bible so we can get some divine downloads. 
Genesis 15, 12. And when the sun... H8121 was going down a deep sleep fell upon Abram and lo, and horror of great darkness fell upon him. Genesis 15:17, and it came to pass that when the sun went down, and it was dark, behold a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces. Genesis 1923, the sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered Zoar. Is that Zoroastrianism? I thank you, Father, that the Lord Jesus was crucified in Egypt and in Sodom for the forgiveness of sins. I receive it in this place. Genesis 28:11, and he lighted upon a certain place. Yeah, it's cutting up. Let it. Let that sword go in. Feels good. Feels really, 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 really good. Grace. Grace and peace to you. Unfathomable. Unreasonable. Grace. It's good to receive that because you feel really wonderful and relaxed while the sword does its work internally. There it goes. Thank you, Lord. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night, because the sun was set. And he took the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. Genesis 32:31. And as he passed over Penuel, the sun, H8121, rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. Penuel is a place described in the Hebrew Bible, Hebrew Bible as being not far from Succoth. On the east of the Jordan River and the south of the River Jabbok, Sukkot, also spelled Sukkoth, 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 Sukkot, or Sukkoth. Hebrew Sukkot. <laughs> Huts, or booths. Singular, Sukkah. Also called Feast of Tabernacles. Tabernacles. Temple. Tabernacle of the Son. Tabernacle of Father, Son. If you can't be a tabernacle of Son of Righteousness, how are you going to learn to grow to be tabernacle of Father, Son? Hallelujah. I'm so excited. This feels so good. Thank you, Lord. Right. Oh. Wow. Feast of Booths begins on the 15th of Tishrei, September, October. Five days after Yom Kippur, which is that high holy day. 
Sukkot, Tabernacles, it's celebrated for seven days. Seven days. That sounds familiar. Sukkot, the Feast of Booths, known to some as the Feast of Tabernacles. Tabernacles, fire baptism. There's so much here. I've got a link inserted here of this whole nother thing. I've got a post that fits in here perfectly. The Star Watch from from March 26th of 2021. Uh, it'll be in the notes if you end up getting the notes, but if not, we might just post the links because I don't think we'll have time to go into all the other resources here. But if you've been following along this, you know. Just think Passover. From Passover to Pentecost to Tabernacles. Okay, we can cut out a whole hour, extra hour of teaching and we'll just with the visual aid. Okay, so Earth, Passover, you're not going into the cosmic toilet here. So you praise God, thank you God for I'm not going to the cosmic toilet. Even though I'm not worthy to live, the blood of Jesus, I'm redeemed. Yay, I get to go to heaven. Passover to Pentecost, the resurrection of Pentecost, the tongues of fire. Seventh day Pentecostal fire will be righteousness. And then tabernacles. Yes, we like this one. I still miss him. It's okay to miss home sometimes. It's good to go home and visit sometimes. You have a right to. We might be doing some more training and activation in that, so you can get some... So you can visit your daddy. He does miss you. He does miss his kids. It's nice to visit. The other night, oh, I stayed home the one night, and um, after after the bar, 
I got to go to heaven. Yeah. Oh, man, it was really nice. Got to sit in a canoe with Jesus, and um, it was really, really nice. And uh, I just, I didn't have any desire to ask questions or talk about theology or all the stuff that we normally do and think about. Oh, we just enjoyed sitting together. It was just so nice. God with us, God in us. But you know, don't let the religious demon steal that desire and that longing of that joy to be physically reunited. Because that is coming. It's not wrong to desire that and long for that and to have emotions about that. Don't let the religious demon put you under those burdens, those yokes of not being able to miss your heavenly family and desire to be with them because desire is what transports you. And that's how the religious demon puts out your fire. So don't listen to any of that. It's better just to desire it so much that you translate to heaven and get to enjoy those experiences on earth in your prayer time. That's what we want for you. Amen. <laughs> anyway, we sat in the canoe. And at one point, he brought out bread and a cup. And we took communion in the boat. And he took out the bread and he said, this is my body. It was just him and I in the canoe in heaven. And he said, this is my body that was broken for you. And he took the bread and he broke it. And he said, do this in remembrance of me. And then he took the cup. And before all this, by the way, when we sat in the boat, I looked right at him and I said, confess to me that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. <laughs> I said this to God. God's not offended when we test him. And he just calmly looked at me and he said, I came in the flesh, died for your sins. Oh, and he took the cup and he said, this is my blood poured out for you. And so he took that. And then he reminded me that it's not a silly thing to take the bread and take the cup. You know, your bread and your grape juice at home. It's not a silly thing. And then he told me, he said, do this as often as you remember me. Yes, the invisible realities. But there's a mystery in doing it in the physical, the natural things. Now, I, I got really into Gnosticism for a long time. You know, I'm out here making fun of people with their oils and little crackers and stuff because, you know, they're still bewitched, but... There is a mystery 
what God does with the elements when you're faithful with what he asks us to do. So here I am in heaven and the invisible reality is breaking bread without anything physical in the natural dimension. And yet he reminded me to do this when I remember him. Interesting story, this last season or so, was we were in the uh, exploring through the Mahalalil interior castle. There was a time we were dealing with a black lightning seraphim, fallen seraphim, from the enemy army, and it came at an opportune time to try and kill me, and it attacked me physically, and it literally felt like I was dying. It was just like, what is going on? And uh, there, we had some run-ins with them. And you know, through this life as we're walking, we're not always perfect. We're striving to be perfect, but it's wisdom to stay alive until you are made perfect. So I messaged, you know, our friend, our prophet, Shadrach, and this attack is going on with this black lightning seraphim. And you know me, I'm like, I don't do... Yeah whatever and he tells me get this physical olive oil and you know say this prayer and I anointed myself so I did that and as soon as the oil touched my skin after I prayed as I was instructed BAM that thing got off of me the pain went away and then that thing shot out through a 10 year warranty LED light that was brand new and broke it as that lightning seraphim, like fallen angel seraphim, left me. It was on me, like trying to kill me with black lightning and physical olive oil with a prayer. And I put it, I applied the oil on myself. There's the mystery of apostolic grace. He said, because I carry, he said, because you carry apostolic grace and you pray for that, that oil, it's, there's a power to it, it's a mystery. And so when I did that, it immediately, that thing shot up and, and left. And so, you know, here I am repenting for, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know how we get like Americans were slow sometimes. So anyway, really grateful for that because also I didn't die. So hallelujah, we get to live another day. <laughs> it's always like life and death, you know, but we're getting into Psalm 91 protection. Focusing on him. But uh, yeah, it's good for us not to make fun of those things that we don't understand. The mysteries of the anointing oil. And the taking the communion. They're precious to God and so they're precious to me. And so I do those things and I'll continue to do those things. And hopefully not die. <laughs> Except to self. Amen. Amen. So I had to die to my pride there on that one. That's good. Thank you, Lord. The Feast of Tabernacles. Oh, yes. Then there was this post on the September 20th of 2021. On that day, today and tomorrow, we celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles and enjoy the indwelling of the Trinity during its also the Harvest Moon. So we had a Harvest Moon on the Feast of Tabernacles. Signs in the heavens. Passover Pentecost Tabernacles. That teaching from 2019, you can find that. 
You can also just do a word search for my posts or posts in RLM, Passover, Pentecost, Tabernacles, and read that. Exodus 17:12. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat thereon, and Aaron and Hur stayed up in his hands, the one on the one side and the other on the other side, and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. Going back to that study of H8121. Moses' hands were heavy. They took a stone. They put it under him. And he sat thereon. And Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands. The one on the one side and the one on the other side. And his hands were steady. Until... The going down of the sun, the sunset, orange, jello. The names of the sun. The names of the sun are as follows: Lamangelo and Dorangelo. <laughs> That's ebonics for the names of the sun in the Word on the Street translation of the Bible. Hopefully, next edition. It's true. First, Ariares, and the second, Tomas. Ariares in the Hebrew. So if you take the Ethiopic text, it translates into Hebrew. I don't know how to pronounce it, but that translates to English as warriors. Two names of the sun. Ariares, warriors. The sun is, number one, a warrior. And then the other name, Tomas, that Hebrew word, which you can find it in the notes if you get the notes for our monthly partners. That is the, the Greek equivalent of that Hebrew word is Thomas, which means a twin. Also, one of the apostles. A twin. Lamangelo and Arangelo, I digress. Twins. Root, root word etymology of Aramaic origin. This one you can look up as H8380. Taome. Taomim. Taom. From H8382. A twin. Literally or figuratively, twins. Names of the sun. Used here in the Bible. In this instance. And when her days were to be delivered, were fulfilled... Behold, there were twins in her womb. And it came to pass in the time of her travail that, behold, twins were in her womb. It's also used in Song of Songs. Thy two breasts are like two young rows that are twins, which feed among the lilies. Thy two breasts are like two young rows that are twins. Symbolic literature 
Thank you for having some maturity. Thank you. From Tom H8382. The KJV translates Strong's H8382 in the following manner. Coupled together to bear twins or coupled to be double or to be joined to bear twins or to be complete. It is finished. The path of the cross. The path of the cross. The cross is the portal. To be complete. To be made a twin of Jesus. Coupled together with Jesus. The bride and the bridegroom. To become just like him. Jesus' twin. He made a way for you back to the Father, firstborn of many. Now, double-edged sword here. This also means the twins, the older, will serve the younger, or as we learned in another broadcast, if you watched that one, we learned that Jacob, we talked about this before, Jacob means... Supplanter, which is often interpreted as someone who seizes, circumvents, or usurps. He was not the firstborn son, but the older would serve the younger. Is means the twins. The older will serve the younger. When Rebecca, the wife of Isaac... Now, keep, hold, hold that thought on the older will serve the younger. We'll go into that here in a second. Genesis 25, 23. When Rebecca, the wife of Isaac, was pregnant... There was a lot of movement in her belly. There was a lot of movement in her belly. She did not know why, so she went to God and asked him. And his answer was the above verse. 25, this verse, 25, 23. And Yahweh said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two groups will be distinguished from your belly, and a group will have a higher position than a group, and the bigger group will be a slave to the lesser group. Right, it says the older would serve the younger in reference to the sons, but it also means in that translation that the bigger group will be a slave to the lesser group. Romans 9.12, it was stated to her, the bigger group will be a slave to the lesser group. Literal standard version says it was said to her, the greater will serve the less. Okay, and so Brandon shared with me last night the revelation of Jacob or Israel being one of the two names of the son. Or a, a picture of both as his name was changed to Israel. When he told me this, I remembered when I was given the keys as gatekeeper to the son, Jesus came to my house. Me, Rebecca, Beezleboo. Jesus came to my house. I heard a knock on my door. And when he came in, he gave me two keys in the invisible. Then I was given two golden keys physically in the natural from a man whose name in the natural realm is Israel. I received two golden keys from Israel. 
And then you can read here on the two golden keys of Israel, Jacob and Joseph from 2021. Oh. See, we just need like a couple more hours to read. I have it linked in here as well. Or you can search if you're not a monthly partner and you don't ask for the notes. You could also just search the two golden keys or Jacob and Joseph in RLM and look for my posts. And maybe if we feel like it, we'll link it later. Oh, it's so good. Okay, we have to make time for this one. The other one we summarized. This one, let's just go through it because this is important. Jacob and Joseph. Alright, alright. Grace, grace, grace. <sighs> this is a DNA activation, okay? Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, I was given two golden keys physically in the natural from a man in the natural whose name is Israel. So, let's read here on the two golden keys of Israel. Jacob and Joseph from 2021. Peace, end of strife, palace. Palace. Hey. Jacob and Joseph, the two golden keys of Israel. I never heard Jacob and Joseph keys anywhere else but direct revelation from God until I saw this today in 2021 from a Jewish writing. So he is called the king who possesses peace, and his peace is Zekor, Z-A-K-H-O-R. That is why there is no strife above, because, no strife above, because of the two pieces below, one Jacob, the other Joseph. Right, so after I'd received the two golden keys from Israel, And had this revelation in my diary. From direct revelation from God, I'd never seen anyone else write about it or talk about it. Until that day when I saw this quote. So he is called the king who possesses peace, and his peace is Zekor. That is why there is no strife above because of the two pieces P-E-A-C-E-S, as in Prince of Peace. They are because of the two pieces below. One Jacob, the other Joseph. So it is written, Peace, peace, to the far and the near, Isaiah fifty-seven nineteen. To the far refers to Jacob, and the near refers to Joseph. To the far, as it is said from afar, Yadevadhe, appeared to me or as the charismatic Christians say Yahweh Jeremiah 31 2 his sister stood afar off Exodus 2 4 and the near as it is said new gods who came from nearby Deuteronomy 32 17 don't worry if it's not catching up in your brain this is for your spirit put it in from afar is the highest point standing in its place. And here are some notes from my diary. 
You have, with your mighty arm, redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. Selah. Pause and calmly think of that. Psalm 77, 15, Amplified Classic. Joseph's Egyptian name, given to him by Pharaoh. Keep in mind, this is Joseph who had authority over the black sun. He ascended above Pharaoh. Because, do, do you remember? Uh, I might have said this on... I can't remember if I said this online or offline. But Joseph ascended above the Pharaoh. Externally, Pharaoh made him second in command. But Pharaoh knew that Joseph was a greater man than him. But Joseph was so humble and he knew his destiny and his scroll, so it wasn't to him about rank and position and all that idolatry. He knew the will of God for his life in saving his family. It was calling. It was destiny. It was just perfection for what God wanted to do in his life. And he walked in it. He was above the black sun, Joseph. Joseph's Egyptian name given to him by Pharaoh means the man to whom mysteries are revealed. Joseph. His Egyptian name given to him by Pharaoh means the man to whom the spirit, to whom mysteries are revealed. This is a gemstone on the ephod of the Son of God. Early Egyptologists have interpreted the name as equivalent to the Coptic P-S-O-T-M space P-E-N-E-H You can type that up. Which means salvation of the age. Salvation of the age. An age, or you could say an era, which is also a name of one of the names of the moon. Full maturity of the gemstone, wisdom of Joseph. And then we have Jacob, meaning Israel, married both Leah and Rachel. Leah means weary or wild cow. Rachel means lamb or the one who has purity. The two golden keys of Jacob and Joseph, which means Israel and Egypt. Full kingdom dominion and rulership over Israel and Egypt. Favor with God and man. Spiritual and natural realm dominion. Israel means God contended, wrestles with God, triumphant with God. Joseph means he will add. First, you, Jacob, wrestle, wrestled with God in a spiritual encounter and become or became Israel. First, you wrestle with God in a spiritual encounter and become Israel. Then, his offspring added the natural realm, names of the sun, added the natural realm wealth and abundance to the whole spiritual family after much trial. There are more notes in my diary, but the intersection of their territories of inheritance, Jacob and Joseph, but the intersection of their territories of inheritance is the spiritual representation and meaning in the name and place and history of heavenly activity of the stairway to heaven. They intersect at the divine DNA stairway 
of God within, where he hides you and keeps you. It was I who hid you in the secret stairway of the sky. Deep sleep trance of unveiling heaven within. Deep trance where Eve is removed from Adam and joined to him as his bride. A trance like that which serpent creatures have been found and discovered to be in, in this natural realm. In published articles. Published news articles. It's that trance-like state which serpent creatures have been discovered to be in for hundreds of years encased in rock. And when archaeologists find them, they reanimate, coming out of the death trance, which is not really death. They were just sleeping. <laughs> Man. Which is not really death, and they come back to life, surviving alive in a meditative state for hundreds of years, hidden within the rock. If that's a physical animal snake in a rock, a natural rock, how much more you... in the secret stairway of the sky, hidden in the rock. Surviving alive in a meditative state for hundreds of years, hidden within the rock. Types and shadows in the natural to show you the supernatural, hidden within the life of Christ, the rock of ages, lifestyle of trance, constant meditating on him within to cause the serpent flesh to be shed and the new serpent light of the king cobra of Jesus, of Moses' staff, to become your new flesh, your new flesh, righteous flesh, and authority in the earth dimension. Amen. Secret Stairway of the Sky, DNA Activation, Golden Keys, The Names of the Sun. Back to Strong's H8382. Meaning to be doubled, to be coupled. Mentioned in Exodus 26:24 and two boards. Shalt thou make for the corners of the tabernacle in the two sides. And they shall be coupled together beneath, and they shall be coupled together above the head of it unto one ring. Thus shall it be for them both, they shall be for the two corners. The BLB Scripture Index of Brown Driver Briggs Scholastic Authorities Cites Song of Songs 5-2 for the reference to Strong's H8382 which reads I sleep, but my heart is awake. It is the voice of my beloved. Woo! Woo! 
It is the voice of my beloved. He knocks. Remember, he knocked. He no I heard him knock, and he came in with two keys. And then in the natural, I got two keys from Israel. I sleep. I sleep. But my heart is awake. It is the voice of my beloved. He knocks, saying, open for me. My sister, my love, he's knocking at your heart. Open for me, my sister, my love, my dove, my perfect one. For my head is covered with dew, my locks with the drops of the night. Song of Songs 5-2. You <laughs> oh. might just have to read this one out loud for me. <laughs> Oh, help me, Lord. After this, I let the I let my devotion slumber, but my heart for him stayed awake. I had a dream. I dreamed of my beloved. He was coming to me in the darkness of night. The melody of the man I love awakened me. I heard his knock at my heart's door as he pleaded with me. Arise, my love. Open your heart, my darling. Deeper still to me, will you receive me this dark night? There is no one else but you, my friend, my equal. I need you this night to arise and come be with me. You are my pure, loyal dove, a perfect partner for me. My flawless one, will you arise? For my heaviness and tears are more than I can bear. I have spent myself for you through dark night. He wants to bring you back to the Father. Time that you visited your Father. Time that you visited the sun. It's also mentioned in Song of Songs 4-2. Thy teeth are like a flock of sheep, even that are shorn, which came up from the washing, whereof everyone bears twins. That's H8382, and none is barren among them. Let's take a look at Regarding teeth in this old post from 2021. Oh, we have time. <sighs> I guess you're gonna have to become a monthly partner and get the notes. <laughs> or you can, if you're not, you can. <sighs> you could do a search for my post here. At the top of it, it says, Inheriting the heavens and the earth, wisdom and understanding, the upper and lower teeth, 
the toothbrush were the golden the two golden keys of Israel wisdom and understanding how to keep your wisdom and understanding clean it's also the death and uh, keys to death in Hades paradise and Gehenna and the lake of fire uh, that one's really good about light being a wave and a particle and all the fun quantum stuff okay unlimited power Okay, okay. Mm. The sky by extension, heaven, is the abode of God by implication, happiness, power, eternity, specifically the gospel. <laughs> you gotta check that one out. It's really good. If I have time later tonight, I'll try and get these links up for you guys, okay? Then you can go in if you feel like getting the activation and doing the homework. Because even if you've read them, it's brand new today in this glory. And the teaching and training and righteousness. Okay. <sighs> Two golden keys of humility and meekness to inherit all heavens and all the earth physically. Two golden keys of Israel, wisdom and understanding. The names of the son of righteousness. And the names of the moon of righteousness. The moon has four names. Its first name is Asanya, the second Abla. The third, Benes, and the fourth, Era. Asanya. In the Hebrew, there, it is Estonia, which is also the name of a country in Europe. The name Estonia means the land of the east. What was Estonia named after? Early Latin versions of the name were Estia and Hestia. It may be that the name of Estonia originated from the Aeste, described by the Roman historians and blah, blah, blah. The name is often said to be from the Germanic, meaning Eastern Way. Estonia. 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 Eastern Way, meaning the way of righteousness, the path of the sun. Moon and the stars, reflecting the first law of the luminaries. And what is that first law? You remember? You guys should have it memorized by now. First law of the luminary, what is it? The sun rises in the east, and it sets in the west. Divine chariot of revelation. Bam. Ebla, the names of the right, the righteous names of the moon in writing in Amaric translates to English as to eat, but in the sister language of Amara, which is Tigarinya, so it's another Amar, it's like a, another Ethiopic language. They're very similar. Most people that know one uh, know the other one. It's very common. It means I tell her. So putting those two together, Ebla, I tell her eat. And then the other name of the moon, Benes, Benase, Benes, translated into English means benign, friendly, or harmless. Remember, the light of the moon is harmless or friendly to the righteous. It is light to the righteous, but darkness to the sinners. It is also written in the Bible, the sun will not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. NIV, the sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. Psalm 121.6. Then the fourth name of the moon of righteousness simply translates into English as era. Era, E-R-A. A fixed point in time from which a series of years is reckoned. A memorable or important date or event, especially one that begins a new period in the history of a person or thing. A system of chronological notation computed from a given date as basis. 
Now, you can read biblical scholar essays on the 14 eras of the Bible, but what you won't find there is that these 14 eras represent the 14 evergreen trees of Enoch. Matthew 117 in the English Standard Version, the ESV. So all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations. And from the deportation to Babylon to the Christ, 14 generations. The name of the moon, the prophecy of the righteous generation of Enoch, a far-off futuristic generation that would walk in the pathways of righteousness. In the sun, moon, and stars, white sunlight, white moonlight, white starlight, times and seasons, the heavens declare his glory, the sun and the moon Joseph's dream, his father and mother, his eleven brothers who would bow to Joseph, the sun and the moon, Joseph's dream, his father and mother, Joseph's dream, his father and his mother, his eleven brothers who would bow to Joseph. Now his father gave the interpretation with the authority of the patriarch of the moon being Rachel alone and not the other wives. He then had another dream and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream and this time the sun and moon and eleven stars were bowing down to me. When he told his father as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream you had? Will your mother and I, and your brothers, actually come and bow down to the ground before you? Joseph describes the sun, the moon, and eleven stars bowing down. And his father said, Will your mother, and I, and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. The sun and the moon, the glorification, the glorification of Rachel's story, as if her father had never tricked Jacob into marrying Leah, as if the world was not under the curse and had returned to one man and one woman, Adam and Eve, the sun and the moon. Amen. Amen, amen. Amen. Bless you. Brush fire. A lot of download, a lot of DNA activation. The names of the luminaries be activated within your spirit. Be cleansed, be purged by the double-edged sword from all the influence. And just be purged from all of the black sun and the black moon and the black stars, the dark stars. In Jesus' name. And let our lives individually and corporately as the bride of Christ glorify our Father in Heaven on this beautiful journey home in the marriage of the realms.
the removal of the wicked, and the glorification of the sons of God on the path of Jesus Christ, the firstborn of many. Amen. If you'd like to partner, become a monthly partner, you can scan the QR code, you can follow the links below. You can use either PayPal or the portal. You click on the RLM giving portal, go to rlm.tv. There's an option for recurring payment. One thing you'll notice is that when you're signed up for recurring, it takes away potential foothold of Satan or forgetfulness or, you know, accidental unfaithfulness and things like that. But what I've noticed and what other people have noticed who start to do this is they notice that having been partnered in faith, a monthly partner, whether you're a monthly partner or a bi-weekly partner, as the teachings come out, and as you sow into it and it's on autopilot, it just automatically goes. You're automatically reaping, sowing and reaping. Because where your money is, there your heart will be also. So wherever these teachings are coming out of heavenly Jerusalem, the son of righteousness, DNA activation, you're sowing into that cheerfully with joy and obedience. You've asked God what he wants you to do in that arena and then you're walking in it faithfully. Even being faithful in the small beginnings and not being afraid of, you know, don't be afraid of small beginnings and the small giving. And then don't be afraid of the big giving and the large donations. You just talk to God. See what he wants you to do. But I know this is the will of the Father to raise up this ministry, to raise up the sons of God. To not only walk in the knowledge of him, but to know him, to hear his voice, to see him in heaven while on the earth, the teaching and training to bring the sons of God to the place where they only see what they see the Father, they only see what the Father is doing, they only see what the enemy is doing when he reveals it. The sons of God who take action, and it's not just reactionary. Growing together into maturity, to the place where whatever the Father is doing, we see that, and then we can do that. Whatever he's saying, we can hear him, and then that's what we do. That the realms of mysteries we opened up to you because the mysteries are for the friends of God. He reveals them as we diligently seek him with a pure heart. And all those things can be yours as you seek him diligently. You obey his commands and his commands are not burdensome. And one of the best ways that you can love the people of God, that you can support the body of Christ, is to support the teaching and the preaching of righteousness to raise up an Enoch generation. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed.